Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is, is tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Everybody, welcome back. This is this is episode 111 of the Young Black and Baldus podcast. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my co-host. Chris? Oh, my bad. Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, I just got recently got invited to one of my uh, neighbors. She's moving out and she's having a going away party and I can't make it. But yeah, I was reading that message. My bad, y'all. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy CJ, aka C Jack City. What's up, everybody? It's Q. How y'all doing this week? So, anybody who obviously none of y'all could listen because we were in pre-roll, but we we were talking about dick yelps and shit like that. Um, basically, just if you get a dick yelp, congratulations. But it's it's not the end of the world. But at the same time, like keep that shit to yourself. Some things are just not necessary. Uh, more importantly, like Chris, as a I got to do some more research on this shit because I never knew this was a thing. Yeah. So, hey, uh, CJ, you about to find yourself on there? You like, damn, that's me. That. So, <laughs> to give some context, a dick yelp is when a woman will go and review good or bad your dick. So if she fucked you, she can either say your Twitter handle or your social media or your name if you don't have social media and say how good or bad your dick is. Tenfold, there is one that's called Pussy Yelps where the same thing happens but for the opposite gender. The difference, though, is kind of, I don't want to say it's me-too-ish or something like that, but say it's if... It's kind of uh, me-too-ish, though. I yeah. Hold. yeah, but what happens if you go and you tell a woman that her pussy is trash? She's instantly going to say that your dick was trash. So who do you believe, right? Same thing. Your sex is good, and it's like, oh, your sex is good. Like, I, I know many women who will say shit. Like, I don't get no complaints. As a man, let me tell any woman that is listening to this show: no man will be trash to your face as long as they can fuck you. Just, it's, yeah, I mean, that's not. That's probably not going to happen. Ever. That, that's, that's that's I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, like, <laughs> why, 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 
I think you know, they've been hitting up all day and they got some shit. I stopped answering them calls at 11 midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So what do they got to hit up Duckface? And oh next, no, not the and they got to hit Plan Z exactly. And you go and knock her off. That's why when guys are like, "Oh, I only fucked this up. I got a tight blah blah blah." I'm like, "Bro, if she told you, like, honestly, women, uh, we do that too. Like, it might have some dude. He's not the best, but he might get the job done." Exactly. Like, sure. I'm not going to just say it's just dudes slinging through women. Yeah. I mean, we do it too. Sometimes you're not the first pick guy. Yeah. But uh, that's what this culture is getting lamer and lamer. It <laughs> is getting lamer and lamer. Like, it is. Fact, Extremely. Like, but I think like, it pisses me off, Chris. Like, if you. Why is that private? I feel like everybody is oversharing. And, and that was me. When I, I saw it, I was like, all right, like the dick joke thing, it was, it's funny when it's like a bad story. When it's like, all right, like this shit, it can either be a lie or it can just be completely like fabricated. It was like, yo, like this shit just, you're adding to the story more than what it was. Like, oh yeah, he jumped out the third floor window, his head and did a backflip and shit. Like, okay, now we know mm-hmm. you're lying, but whatever. So when you see a dick yelp that's just like absolutely outrageous, you're like, all right, did you like one? Yeah. Did you write this yourself or did somebody write this gag? Is it a joke? And no, shout out to, uh, what's her name? Kiana Banks, because I think she's the one who writes dick yelp and everything. But some people honestly, themselves. It, it just, it, you can tell because of the words that they use and more importantly like, what like anybody who is an adult or somebody who's like my age i'm, I'm 32 uh q what you're 35 so mm-hmm. as an adult good or bad i don't want you telling the entire fucking world about my dick because then i'm going to get good and bad comments about hey, your significant other and shit you know what i'm saying it's like come yeah, on, yeah that's wild but and then like say say for example like you know for certain dick yelps or whatever say if you get a dick yelp where somebody says oh well I've been fucking this person for blah, 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 blah. What happens when they are actually in a relationship or they're talking to someone at that same time? Like, oh yeah, I've been fucking them for the past three months. And they had a girl three months at their name. So next thing you know, the person that they were actually dating saw that shit. It's like, oh, well, wait, that dick ain't like that because I've been dating him. So now it's a conflicting story. Who's telling a lie? So I'm just telling any adults out there that are listening to the show, dick yolks are cool. Pussy yolks are cool to look at if they ain't got nothing to do with you. But more importantly, just leave the names and the, the Twitter mentions, the Facebook and Instagram mentions, because the shit don't look good. At, at least yeah. at my age. At 32, I'm looking at like, why are you talking about what we doing when we fucking? Any, right. Any woman that I've personally fucked, like, if you put a dick yelp, like, a dick yelp out on me, that's the equivalent of me sending your news to somebody. Yeah. It's like, you not want me to do this shit, so why are you even doing it? Yeah, you might kiki and joke, but I swear to God, if I go to my phone, because, you know, I'm one of them niggas that I don't delete shit. Emails, text messages, Facebook, none of that shit. All that shit is there because just in the event that something like this comes up, I'm like, hey, nah, that's what you said, bro. Like, mm, right here. So, the dick yoke thing is just fucking weird to me. Um, yeah, it definitely is a lot. I just feel like now we're just oversharing too much. I don't personally want to hear about my peer sexcapades. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe like if they're in like a cer- certain setting and the topic comes up, cool. But I'm not just trying to know how y'all how your dick is, man. That's just not cool. Like, but what what happens? Kind of disgusting. I'd rather not. But what happens in that small case scenario where, hey, you knocked it out the park that one time? Mm-hmm. You know that one night stand. You're like, you know what? I I, I knocked it down. Like I, I fucked the shit out of her or him or whatever you want to call it. And that was that one case. But then you got that case where that girl is like, this shit is whack. It works basically like a 360. Like, okay, if the dick was good for her, but it was bad for the other person, 
and they got conflicting stories, people are literally going to say something. So yeah, yeah, niggas might have had a bad day, like eating that day. Niggas didn't eat the right shit. Blood wasn't flowing right. Shit, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you never know. But it's like I don't know. My whole thing on the whole situation is who the first of all fuck is not a point. I'm not getting paid for this shit. Secondly, I don't. I mean, it's niggas that's struggling to 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 satisfy that girl. Exactly. If, if I can satisfy my girl, I'm blessed. And that's all mm-hmm. I need to do. That's all I need exactly. to do. Cool. Fuck all this other shit. This, all this other shit's stupid. Yeah. And if I, I don't want all these bitches normal mind. I mean, look, I, you'll find out if we get there. And, and right. Yeah. It's like the key. Like, I would much rather you go into it blindly. It's good about, like, some things are able to be improved on regardless. Like, mm-hmm. you have the best dick in the world. And you're like, you know what? You'll find something. Like, you know what? I hope he does that good the first time, the second time. Like, okay. Like, yeah, it was good the first time. The second time, I hope he does good. And then he does. And then you're sitting there looking stupid because it's like, oh, well, I told everybody in the world that Nick was good off a one night stand. And then the second time, like, yeah, because trust me, I have situations where like I've had sex. I'm like, yo, like this, this was bomb. And then we tried that shit again. And I was like, okay, this is regular at this point. Like, you know, now it's becoming like a sequence of things that we're doing just to do them. So it's just not it. So basically for me, it's kind of corny, but if you want to do it, you can Fine, me. I just. At my age, I know I'm sounding like I'm like a senior citizen or something. Like I just wouldn't want a woman, past or future, to literally go on the internet and tell the world how my shit is, good or bad. Honestly, like you could tell me it's the best shit in the world. I don't want the mentions. I don't want women literally throwing their pussy at me, being like, "Oh yeah, I want you know, I wonder how that is." Because like, don't you just want to hear what another female said? No, no, thank you. I'm good. Um, tend to say this. How was y'all week? Oh my god, my week has been exhausting. So, um. I was out of town for work, basically, okay. from, like, Wednesday, and I came back yesterday night, mm. and I was in Vegas, and I was in, um, what do you call it, Mississippi for the first time. Jeez. It was cool. <laughs> but I'm back, side tell, but I'm here. <laughs> what about you, CJ? Uh, it's been it's been slow. It's been a work week. I had to. Well, it started off a little fast. Like got audited at my job, so it was like it was unexpected. Of course, you know, nobody gets it as an expected audit. So yeah. we had uh, I had to do a lot of running around and scrambling. But it's been cool, you know. Uh, just, it, it, it hasn't been very eventful. It's been just chill. What about it's chill you? so far? Um, well, this week has been busy. Um, I. I, I'm now collecting a paycheck again. It's not it's something that I want to do, but hey, it's a paycheck. Every little dime, all nine dollars and seventy five cents worth an hour. It's it's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two interviews tomorrow. Talk about about it on that, young. Thanks. Yes, good vibes. I hope you get a job. A, a real like a real one, and not even though what I'm doing now. It's a, I, it's fun. Like I get to drive. You know, when people knock the rental cars off, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I take them out to make it wash the clean and put back on the lines. So I get to drive about six, 70, 80, 90 cars a day. <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, cool. literally, literally. I pick one car up, drive it off, and then I'm taking one. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's all right. I mean, it, it, it'll help pay a bill for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The big news on this episode publishes tomorrow, publishes on Thursday. I will divorce man. Congratulations. Hey. Say that out, out loud for the people in the back. 
<laughs> By the time this episode posts tomorrow, I will be a divorced man. Congratulations. And it feels like right. the entire fucking summer just like happened in two weeks. Like it was literally just July 4th. And now we're like in the middle of August. And then like Labor Day is what? Like, we're not going to show next week. So anybody who's listening, we will not have a show next week. We're taking another break because we actually would like to enjoy our like rest of the summer, if you want to call it that. But other than, you know, the whole break and everything with the summer ending, I was like, yo, like it feels like the summer's gone way too quick. I haven't had enough vacation. I haven't used my PTO other than like the vacation I used in July. I haven't used any PTO grid, so I'm just saving for like the uh, holiday season and like a little bit in the fall. My well, boss, I don't have any PTO. So. Oh, my, my boss says to me, she's like, Greg, like, you seem stressed. I was like, it's not even stressed. It's one of those situations where I'm blessed to have a job, but I just don't want this fucking job. Like, you ever just had one of those like jobs where you're like, you know what? I do want to be making more money, just like anybody else. I want to make more money. I want to make sure that I'm doing things I need to do, you know, to further my career and everything like that. But this is paying for now. So what I did was I got drunk on, I think it was like, probably like Sunday or Monday. Get drunk and I get on Indeed. And this is probably the most trash app when it comes to looking for jobs in the world. Because all the quick, like the quick apply jobs, all it's horrible. absolute trash. I'm like, yo, I-, I You're better off at LinkedIn. That's why, that's why I did quick apply jobs <laughs> well, Q, here's, here's the issue though so i went and applied for like i want to say that day i applied for maybe like 38 quick apply jobs and because <laughs> this is so quick it's like all right my resume is here and i think more companies should just understand that like i don't have 40 minutes to tell you some shit that you're going to question me about at my interview it's like wait like i fill out the application online and then when i go to the interview what do you make me do you make me sit there and fill out another fucking application same shit oh we'll bring two copies of my resume nigga like if i'm say if you're unemployed right I'm, i just have to say this because i've been in that position where you've been unemployed and you had to go and buy a ream of paper that shit is eight dollars and 64 cent at a grocery store then you got to go to a printer because my building they tell you hey we don't supply paper you have to go and buy your own so i had to go and buy my own paper to print and then they didn't have ink so i had to go to a fucking kinko's which you can barely find those anymore because they're going out of business so now it's fedex office yeah <laughs> so imagine like being unemployed and you're applying for these fucking jobs and <clears> stuff <throat> like that and they're telling you the same shit that you took three minutes to apply online for you got to go through all these stupid ass questions like hey what, what's your ethnicity like hey are you black other now i'm just about to start putting other because like clearly when you put black they don't answer your resume or anything like that until like four months later and then you get an email saying hey you applied for this job like would you no i don't like, i don't even know what the fuck i applied for <laughs> i applied for this right, right. what the fuck no yeah, i don't want right. what is this job so then when i wonder i wonder in 2019 how much race-based discrimination is really still happening it's, um, no i'm saying like how much though like are they targeting blacks or are they targeting like latinos i think it um, a lot both. of it's a significant because the fact that not even before you get screened for your interview they're asking your race and ethnicity like i'm going to start pushing white to see what happens I, i'm just pushing other like, <laughs> Like, what, what can you tell me? If I show up and I'm an other, like, what are you? Like, I'm an other. I'm not black. I'm African-American. <laughs> they African right. I'm an Israelite. I'm an Israelite. <laughs> I am the original people of this land. No. Right there on, uh, what's my man's down there on uh, in Chinatown, Chris? Oh, yeah, yeah, we we got Israelites, it. man. <laughs> we Israelites. <laughs> The, the oh, man. It's so hard because you go and you like apply for these jobs. So, for example, for me, they called me and it was 
one of those automated calls. So it's like, hey, this is Connor. Like, we saw that you were looking for blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, not interested. And it hung up. And then two hours later, they called me back. So I was like, okay, I don't even know what this is. So I hung up. An hour later, I get a call from, I don't even want to say it's one of those like placement, like places like uh, Randstad or like legal placements or something like that. They call me like, hey, Greg, like we saw that you applied for a job. Um, that job had been filled, but we felt like you would be a great fit for this. And I was like, okay, tell me more about it. And they're like, well, we want to bring you in. No, tell me about the fucking job. <laughs> Don't tell me you want me right. to bring you in. And they're I'm, about to have you selling lives on a pyramid scheme. Yeah, not not mm-hmm. even just that. So everybody's been on that interview where you go in knowing like nothing about the job other than, hey, like this is a job for, say, for example, like a legal assistant or like a paralegal, something like that, right? We'll just go with like paralegal just to be safe. So you go in for a role that they say, hey, we have a position open for paralegal in D.C., and you're like, all right, great. Like, I feel like I'm a good fit. I have everything ready for this job. I know this job. Let me go into this interview. You go get your suit clean, your dress cleans, or whatever you want to do. You go to this interview. You sit there for 10 minutes, nervous as fuck, because you know if you're going to get, like, interviewed by somebody white, black, green, gray. Like, n- nothing of sort. So after you do this, you go in this interview, and you're sitting there with two people. So one per they're basically, like, huddled up against you. Like, what are you going to say that fucks up this complete interview for us? So you're sitting with these two people. You have this interview or whatever. And then they say, hey, we're going to call you back. So you get back there, you do this interview, and they tell you everything at the little agency or like placement service, like basically what this job is. They're like, oh, well, your interview, you know, you, you did great. This is your resume. Like, I think you changed this. I'm like, motherfucker, like, I don't want you to critique my resume. I want you to tell me about the job. Like, I'm here. <laughs> like, this is not a course on how to fix my resume. My resume was fine when you said it was perfect to come in on. Like, that's not how it is. So any placement services out there, like, Stop wasting people's time. That shit is bullshit. Okay, okay. let me tell you something. What just happened to me, Greg? I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. I had a guy tell me he had a he had a. Uh, this happened uh, yesterday morning. Called me while I was at my current job. He called me because I've been in employment mm-hmm. um, for another job with rather. So I, um, he called me. Was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, Conrad. So I got your resume over that you sent me. So what I'm gonna do is tell me what y'all think this sound like. He said he wanted to change up the years on my resume. That was it. He said, can I change the years on it before I send it over? I was like, hey, man, if that's going to get me the job, then cool, I guess. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what you change it so I know what the answer to if I do get an interview process. You know what I mean? So what do you think that was? Was he trying to just fix my resume? Because he, he just wanted to be like, ah, this, the years are not going to. No, he like, probably I mean, wanted to help it because they probably, yeah. he probably knew they wanted a little bit more experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he okay. probably was just helping. Mm-hmm. So okay. Just, all right. Just a stupid question before we get to first 48. This is more about jobs. I know we like going to tend to put Say if you apply for a job that you know you're not qualified for, but it's an entry-level job, right? So say if you, like, there are people out there that want to change careers. There are people who are like, you know what? I might not know much about it, but entry-level. Entry-level is basically saying, you know what? You don't know shit, but either we'll train you or you're going to learn as you go. That just, to me, what entry-level means. Like, you have the basic synopsis of what this job is. If they say, hey, we need you to know Microsoft Office, you would think that you would do that because you know most people don't really use office these days people have kind of like gravitated to the google cloud world stuff like that so you go and you do this interview with them and they're telling you all the things that you want to do but it's like you still don't get the offer or they contact you two months later it's like oh the position's been filled like how do you feel about that like do you feel like you just wasted your time knowing that you were the right one for that role and they're just like you know what no like this this ain't it for you yeah, so I like hate when I- that happens that happened to me once and you know what they didn't even call me to say that I didn't get the position. They were mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> they just got ghosted me cold. And the crazy thing is, I had numerous, it was this job working for like this consulting firm. 
and they were trying to, they had this entry level position that basically the person like helped write grants for Mm -hmm. the client. And the lady basically told me, she was like, well, it was like mid mid level. And she Mm -hmm. said, you have a lot of experience, but you don't have experience in this. However, I feel like it's something that I can teach you on the job. Mm -hmm. She was like, you're a fast learner. I can tell that you can get it. Like we have a good chemistry. Us working together would be fine. With another lady, and this one was a phone interview. Nailed that out the park. That was fine as well. And I finally had one with this, um, the boss, the head boss of the DC branch. Mm -hmm. And then she never, she was nice in the interview, but they never called me back. It was just cold, flat turkey. And I was just like, damn, it was like, y'all could at least tell me no. Yeah. Or just send send you the form, send the form email saying, hey, you chose another candidate. Yeah. They didn't do any of that. It was just so cold. Well, Q, what happens in that situation? Like, I've had an email response where they're like, hey, well, you were qualified for this, but we went with another candidate. I'm like, okay, that's great. But then they contact you again a few months later. Oh, you see the posting for the same fucking job because I guess whoever had ended up going for that position, they got there and they realized, oh, this job is absolute trash. Because you know that happens every once in a while. You get a job that sounds perfect, but you're working with people who are absolutely terrible. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. I, I just went... That's, that's <laughs> the, most of the time. The, the, funny, yeah. the funny thing is I just was just in that type of situation. I interviewed for a teaching position at an unnamed school, at a school that I would not name. Um... And um, I received the, e- the email stating that, hey, um, you know, we, we enjoy getting to know you during the interview. However, we, chose, we selected another candidate. We selected another candidate. Not less than tw- 12 hours later, the position that, the position that I was reposted, they just changed mm-hmm. the name. It was experience, the original posting is experience. Um, great teacher, they changed it to great teacher. Yeah, I'm not going to say the exact grade, and I'm not going to say the exact school because I still want to get a job in education one day. <laughs> um, but yes, literally 12 hours later, they, they, I'm like, so if I was a high enough candidate where I made it to the interview process, so you post the position again, that means a someone quit, mm-hmm. and b. I, if I was one of your top candidates, <clears throat> if I was at the top, you know, if I was one of your top candidates, I should, you shouldn't even have to go through, go through the interview process again. You should just consider me. If I was number two or number three on the list, why do, why, why repost it when it, you have an opening in the same, in the same area, in the same, in, for the same position that I interviewed for? Just fucking hire me. <laughs> Honestly, I think like these companies now just don't even really give a fuck. They're just, I think they think like, at least for my personal job, like I don't really care about this job enough to not say their name. I just won't because like I get paid tomorrow. So we'll see how I feel like towards the end of the year. So a couple of things I'll say this and then we got to get to first 48. So the first thing is we had a meeting, like an office wide meeting where we all went to this conference room. We all stood alongside of the conference room and everything. And they did this PowerPoint presentation about, you know, job expectations and, you know, anniversaries of how many people have been at the firm. And then they got down to something new that the firm wants to do. They want to give us incentives 
like bonuses and stuff. Now, mind you, when I think of bonus, I'm like, no, I've been performing good all year round. At the end of the year, hey, you know what? Recoup that money that I just probably spent on Christmas that you underpaid me for and give me that as a, hey, thank you for putting up with us for fucking 364 days, right? My job Uh decides that they want to make bonuses competitive. So when I say competitive, they want to tell you that, hey, um, we're going to have it where not everybody's going to get a bonus, but the people who get bonus them on December 31st. What they didn't tell us was on top of getting those bonuses, if you do, they're going to be taxed to like the highest fucking percentage. So say if you get like a $2,000 like bonus at the end of the year, they're going to say so by the time you get it, it would be like 820 bucks. So you're like, wait, like where the fuck did that go? And since it's at the end of the year and they've already closed out basically for their fiscal tax year, at least in law, you won't see that money for your taxes for 2020. Mm-mm. 2021 so it's like wait like i'm basically damned if i do so that's the first thing when it came you know when it comes to my job secondly other than you know all that was they told us that hey um our pto days uh, just by the way we're going to do away with the floating holidays and we're just going to accrue everything as sick days and i was like okay that that's fine like i don't mind having just everything accrued as sick days or like you know just personal time off the issue is most of these companies and these firms and stuff like that, at least law firms in DC, they start out with 26 days of personal vacation. I feel like every job should come with 26 days. Obviously, teachers, I think, like, for the most part, y'all have, like, the summers off. Like, Q, you can it, confirm if y'all do or not. Um, but 26 yes days. Yes and no. I feel yes like and no. days is, like, a good. 12 months out of the year, if you get 26 days off, and then you might have like the rollover. Is that including sick? Uh, well, the firm that I worked at before, they had 26 days of vacation. They had two floating holidays and they had five rollover days. So say, for example, <laughs> I wish I was still there because like we had a attorney or a partner rather who he would give us a bonus out of his pocket. It was a check. He would just come to your office. He's like, hey, um, Greg, Merry Christmas. You're like, oh, shit. That's a non-tax check. That, that even if it was like, hey, my man. Yeah. <laughs> now, these people are so fucking greedy that it's like, yeah, uh, nah. Like, by the way, we're gonna overwork you all year long, and then we're gonna give you shit at the end. It's like, you know what? Thanks for working here. Um, I think for like staff appreciation day, we got uh, what did we get? We got an umbrella. I was like, oh, what the the umbrella. Fuck? thank you. Uh, umbrella. <laughs> no, look, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even. I'm not thankful because I don't need it. This <laughs> <laughs> the most fucking part of it. The umbrella had the company name on it, so if I ever fucking leave this company, that I have to go and have an umbrella with that company. So at the next company, and, and I, they got a tax a tax write off on that. Yeah, of course they did. So you know what? Let's just get into the first forty eight because I'm talking about work. Um, so anybody who's listening, um, I guess I have to reset it again. This is the Young Black and Bothers podcast. This is episode one eleven. Uh, first forty eight is basically a segment where we talk about the shit that's happening in the world, be it good, bad, or indifferent. However, usually it's trash. Usually it happens in Florida or New Jersey. Recently, it's been Texas for some reason, like up and coming, or whatever. So, oh, don't say that. I'm just saying. Ever since the uh, the shooting in El Paso, like there's been a lot of stupid fucking news that's been coming from Texas. Saying it, say this. This is the first article. Man goes into the hospital for Botox and leaves with a circumcision after a hospital blunder. Terry Bridger, 70. I'm going to say Clinton. Clinton Merlin. Oh, <laughs> <shit. laughs> 
So, so, Terry Brazier, 70, was given the slip after medics at an uh, infirmary mixed up his notes, and now they've been forced to pay out $20,000 for compensation. Um, so, apparently, they ended up circumcising him, and now they have to pay him $20,000. Now, I don't know if $20,000 is enough for circumcision yeah. at 70. Mind you, this guy's 70 fucking years old. What the fuck was he trying to circumcise at 70? Like, he, he's going to go somewhere. Oh my God, is he Jewish? I, I, with the last name Bridger, I would assume so. I'm only saying that because I, I, I'm almost certain, and I might be getting my religious wrong, but I think Jewish people don't get circumcised. They don't. Because it's like a religious thing. Mm-hmm. So he might have just cost that man his chance in heaven. So I would really suit. Like, in my religion, you just cost my chance in heaven. So now I'm going to hell. So you might as well make it heaven on earth and bless me with this million. Yeah. Well, my my thing is, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'll run that. Come he on, man. Trash and then he came out with more. So he went into surgery for Botox and they ended up circumcising him. Now, I will say that this did not happen in the United States. So tell me your first 48 state that oh. Brazier ended up getting the snip. Oh, this is in London. England somewhere. CJ? <laughs> it gotta be Russia. This oh. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got some English shit. And they probably like, oh, well, nigga. <laughs> so, next article. <laughs> um, woman handcuffed for snorting drugs that were hidden in her vagina. Oh. Mm. Did this happen in Pennsylvania, uh, County, Maryland? Um, like, Brazil. Like, like, the, oh. like, like the case when the county is after his wife. <laughs> Um, but she flushed down of, the toilet. She ain't flushed, never no, no, no. That was the check. She had wads of money in her in her drawers in her bra. Wait, she did? Yes, Jack Johnson. My thing her. is, where did she think she was going? When the whole house was bugged, and when Jack Johnson was talking to Leslie Johnson, the phone was tapped. Wow. So they, they knew everything. Of course. <laughs> well, guess the first 48 state where this lady gets handcuffed uh, for snorting drugs that were hidden in her vagina. Miami, Florida. Yeah, Miami, Florida. The, the second or most somewhere, fucked, Florida. The second most fucked up state in the country, New Jersey. New Jersey. Sorry, you guys are all wrong. This happened in Lexington, Kentucky. So next article Woman's viral rant says that she is purposely Infecting men with HIV A woman oh my God. A Viral Facebook Baltimore. Claiming that she was HIV And intentionally infecting others Is now being investigated by police America's Baltimore. major <laughs> Told news outlets that they received several tri- uh, several tips on Friday on the video. The woman is identified as Brandy Yakima Lasseter. Guess the race. Oh, she's black. Black, but she's in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And, Chris, you get two points. said it before you finish. So, that definitely happened in Georgia. Um, this is, I hope I read this. So, a woman was sent to the hospital after posing on her face. Jamie <laughs> Jamie Pascalia met up with some fishermen who had hooked up an octopus during a fishing derby 
on August 2nd, so she saw the opportunity for an unusual picture. It was a photo contest in the Derby, so crazy me, hindsight now and looking back, I probably made a big mistake. So she put the, oct- uh, the octopus on her face and posed. At first, it grabbed her with its suckers, but then it did something she didn't expect. It bit Joker her. Ass. Oh. It had barreled its beak, because apparently octopus have, I'm sorry, it's octi, right? So octi, it's octi. My wife just said octopuses because she's just funny. So, um, so it said that it barreled its beak into my chin and then let go a little bit and it did it again. There was a really intense pain and then it went inside and just started bleeding, dripping blood for a long time. So, um, yeah. please guess the first 48 state where women are putting fucking well, octi on Think there. about it this way, y'all. It has to be on the West Coast because there's no octopus or Acti in the Atlantic Ocean. So I'm okay. going with Cali. <laughs> yeah, California. <laughs> San Diego. Okay. What you got, Q? Oh, Q, his uh, thing froze. So um, this actually happened in Tacoma, Washington. See, I told you I had to be on the mm. West Coast. I knew that mm. much. <laughs> um, so, man arrested for DUI says that he smoked pot to uh, to prepare for Jesus to return. Yeah, <laughs> that made so, right? a Denver, like Colorado. Uh, this unfortunately happened in Florida. Carlos Billion mm. was arrested for DUI when he told the police that he was smoking weed to prepare for the return of Christ. Mm. So, um, when he's done, though, like, yeah. So why was he getting high so early? So. Yeah. This one, this one's funny. Um, actually, has to do with weddings, and my wife and I, we always like laugh at like articles when it comes to, like weddings and stuff, right? So this one says it was insane. The honor turns a wedding into a nightmare. Um, it was supposed to be the best day of their lives. Instead, the maid of honor got arrested and is facing several charges from a wedding day gone wrong. The ceremony has been described as beautiful, but when the reception kicked off, guests said that maid of honor Amanda Willis. Uh, hit the bottle hard and almost hit the best man with his own car. The wedding pictures tell a story of a content couple, Brian and Jennifer Butler. They had their cake and their first dance while Willis started drinking. She was a mess. She drank almost the entire bottle of Fireball. She was drunk within 20 minutes to a half an hour. Willis then started asking people for their keys according to those in attendance. She went up to the man and grabbed his out of his pocket and jumped in his car. Willis backed out and almost hit the best man, Brian's brother, who grabbed onto the car, according to the radio station. She took off and his feet were dragging across the ground. He, uh, he had to hit the e-brake. Wow. Guest wrestled Willis out of the car. She went back inside. She grabbed, wait, she grabbed the big bottle of Captain Morgan and guzzled it like this, Jennifer Butler says. Then she says that she got violent. As soon as I turned around, she came up and cracked me upside the head with the Captain Morgan. She swung back and pushed the Captain of the deputy's car. It was insane. That's the first 48 state where a maid of honor... Where the maid of honor made a terrible mistake on the night. Uh, wow. Um, that was a lot. Uh, New York? <laughs> that was a lot. How fucking drunk are you? Bruh, how are you so drunk that you get into, you steal somebody else's car keys and then run them over? I'm going to go to New York. Vegas. Vegas. This happened in Charlotte County, Florida. Oh, yeah. I want to know who in the, like, you have to be drunk. I get drunk after two shots of fireball. She had an entire fucking bottle. And she wanted to die. Clearly. So I'll give y'all this one because this is a bonus. Florida man drives his golf cart inside of Walmart, hitting several customers. I know. I said I gave it to them. So next article, uh, Florida man tells deputies that he has a lockdown track stop and then he's arrested. So there's that. Um, they got a grenade. They got a whole grenade. But did he really, or oh, did he just say anything? 
Um, this one's for you, so just an article. So the U.S. Department of Transportation rules that airlines must allow miniature horses to fly as service animals. Okay. How is that going to get on a plane, though? Why is that on a plane? Like, Why is that your service animal of choice? Yeah, like, nobody should have a horse. You know what? Then again, yeah, let me get a mini horse. Yeah, a mini. They just trying to make shit uncomfortable for my Like, mini, mini horses horse, are bigger. Yeah. yeah, that's bigger than Hazel. I, I, just, I just don't get it. And last, 48, that y'all can guess. Boy, a five-year-old boy calls police. You must arrest my dad. He drove twice over the red light. Oh. Way. oh I ain't even going with my kids when I had some, but I will poop his ass. <laughs> Yo, if your kids... Like, did you call the police yet? Adoption. Who told you that, yeah? Adoption. Either adoption. <laughs> so guess the I guess guess the country where this happened. Mm, would it be strict as hell like little snitch ass kids? Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh North Korea. Okay. Mm. Um mm. I'm going to pick Mexico. Mexico. I'm sorry, guys. This happened in Germany. Oh. Germany? That makes sense. Why does that make so much? So, yeah. so let me see what else we have. We have way too many articles. Um, about news. Jesus. I didn't realize so much. I, I'm, I'm, this is way too many news articles that happened. You know, it's not all of credit card debt for people. Yeah, Canada's like, that would happen. Yeah, if you have to get citizenship in Canada, like, how the fuck are they just always, they got the best health care. They, they ain't got no credit card debt. Like, damn. It's being taken out of proportion now. It was for a reason. Some people, <laughs> some people really just don't, man. And I hate to say that, but I just think like I don't think everybody's opinion matters. <laughs> I just really don't. And it's getting to a point where like the wrong opinions are getting addressed. Like these dudes going out here shooting people mm-hmm. just because they feel some way about the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. Like that's the deciding factor why you deserve to die. Like you deserve to get shot up, and then they look at the white people do shit like that, and it's like, oh, he's just mentally disturbed. Now the um the people with mental health issues, like, no, don't put that on us. Exactly, we're functioning members of society. We got mental health issues. We chose like, why does he get a pass? Because he helped out, you know. Like it's just a lot, and I just don't know if hate speech and stuff like that has a space but at the same time if we want to be America free how can we not allow this to keep going like it's like a, it's like a very thin line going on in society right now we're learning like what too much freedom can do to you yep. but at the same time we don't want to get, get rid of the freedoms mm-hmm so I just really don't know where to go. Why you want to see out here? Um, so you have is the first woman in history to complete the triple double. So that's my I was like, she, I, see that joke? I'm not. Yeah, I saw it. I saw I'm it. Not it was the least bit surprised that she did that. That shit was crazy. The first woman, more importantly, just the first woman. We don't like the racing. She's just the first woman, period, to land a triple double. They said that she had slightly stumbled on her first attempt. However, she landed two flips and then three twists clean. Yep. Wow. <clears throat> clean. And if she if she does that in a, in in if she's able to do that in, in the national competition, then the movie named after her. She has five things named after her. Mm-hmm. Five. 
already. The black woman is God. Oh, yes, she does. So they're the winning scores for the categories from the weekend. So you won in the vault, balance, and size, uneven bars, and the all-around title. And she well, won. Uneven, and I'm sorry to cut you off. In the, in the uneven bars, she got bronze. That's her weakest. That, mm-hmm. That's one of her weakest. That That is her weakest event. Everything else, she's like A plus in. Well, that's crazy because that's her weakest and she still got bronze. I'm sorry. I'll take her. If I know that like I'm still being recognized and that. But <clears throat> everything else, I'm still cooking on everything else. <laughs> so she apparently she's going to be competing in October at the World Championships. In China. So I'm hoping that she. Um, the British gave back Hong Kong to China. Well, the, Brit- the Brits had no choice. They had no choice. Well, yeah. They had to. But still, they gave it back in 1997. Okay. And Hong Kong still has a lot of British influence in it. So they're basically like, nah, this is some bullshit. So the protesters, they just like, you know what they remind me of? Kind of like American Antifa in Hong Kong. Like they was having like, they shut down the airports basically, like having sit-ins and they had like leaflets talking about they want a one-way ticket to freedom. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But they're really up there fighting police brutality. It's kind of like it's kind of like what black people are going through right now. Yeah, with the police brutality shit. But we don't have a sovereign nation, so I don't know. So we're going to keep seeing how this plays out. But it's very interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely keep checking up. I mean, damn, how we're gonna go from fucking you know that to Nicki Minaj? So, yay! She's been having a hell of a week. I actually feel Nikki, and I understand where she's coming from. Well, so, do you, do you want me to? Like, start with? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, stop. So, this happened on the twelfth of August. Nikki Minaj straddles her boyfriend and calls out critics. Shout out to Black Girl Tragic. Um, yeah, I guess what happened was. She had posed with her fiance, who you know everybody is talking about how he's a criminal and all that. Like, if she's in love with the guy, she in love with the guy. Like, y'all need to just let that shit go first and foremost. Like, y'all are probably dating niggas who ain't try, you know, ain't shit anyway. So, whoever she's dating is just on her. I mean, I mean, she dated Meek for Christ, but anyway. So she posed, <laughs> you know, with her fiance Kenneth Petty, and she just recently said this week that you know she's planning on being pregnant by the time that her new album comes out. If it's anything like Queen, nobody's listening anyway, so you might as well just get pregnant anyway. So there's that. Um, either way, so she wore a sexy outfit featuring fiery yellow and red chaps with stripper heels. <coughs> um, addressing those posting negative comments about her, she writes, shout out to Black Girl Tragic. I mean, Black Girl Magic. Never forget that there are seven people in uh, seven billion people in this world, but you choose to interrupt your important life to go on another black girl's page to project your own insecurities. First and foremost, everything about Nicki Minaj from like the neck down ain't real. So there's that. The barbs can hate me. That's fine. But (sighs) Nikki is just, I don't know if Nikki's going through something, but she's just, something's not right right there. And it just keeps getting worse for her. So 
She's saying, kiss my ass and my anus. Shout out to my bad bitches, though. Um, and then she, I guess she's beefing with Trina now because Trina's manager said that Nicki Minaj had used Trina for that single, but then she never promoted it. And then now she has that whack-ass song, uh, Hot Girl Summer, uh, Summer with uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and that's not going over. So then she goes on the Joe Budden show, right? And the Joe Budden, like, I guess the episode that she had on Queen Radio, she kicked him off the show. And then the next day she goes and tells everybody, hey, um, you know, we're cool now. We're cool again. I'm like, okay, is she bipolar? Is she, like, what the fuck is going on with Nikki at this point? So maybe y'all can give me the answers, but I don't know what's up with her. Mm-hmm. So I'll give my opinion. I don't see an issue with how she addressed just Joe Button because they mm-hmm. both have they both have uh, nationwide well worldwide broadcasted you know podcasts that a lot of people listen to and Joe mm-hmm. Button has said a lot of you know gave her a lot of criticism and kind of dragged her name through mud in the previous you know he's, he's done it pretty pretty uh, frequently so her addressing mm-hmm. him. On the show, I feel like justified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't have no problem with that. Like whatever she's going through, besides that, like I, I just feel like I know you become a a, a big star. I, mean, I don't understand. I don't. I, I'm obviously born to know what in that position being a celebrity. But I I deeply feel with myself's essence. If I know I'm on a certain type of level, I am not looking at the thinking about the pains of. People who are coming on the page. Like, I don't exactly. I'm about to go have lunch with fucking Brad Pitt. Get out of my face. <laughs> That's I don't care what you think. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't really care. Like, it's just, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm pretty sure there's a more, it's going to be way more negative comments on my shit than it will be positive. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be like, hey, I'll, I'll respond to all the positive ones, not the negative ones, but hey, man. You should probably pay your bills this week and stop worrying about me. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I don't know. I just responded to the criticism as a celebrity from fans. That's just, that's that's the low part of me. It's like, come on, man. Jay-Z don't go around and Beyonce. You'll see Beyonce responding to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's somebody with a certain influence, like a Charlemagne with Joe Button, yes. Yeah. I would respond to them people because they got influence over a lot of people. They really do. So I respond to that. And set that straight. But a, a, a regular person on the internet, or mm-hmm. like Wale, Wale, Wale used to do that all the time. I was like, come on, Wale, well, you don't, you you're at a certain level now. You ain't even got to respond to these people. Yeah, like, right. They're not really trained to be celebrities, though. No. Yeah, true. It, it's just you're crazy, right. And they, and you got, and I do got to remember, they still are regular human beings. Yeah, but the thing. So, but CJ, you and I, we all talked about this on the show. They're only regular human beings when they fuck up. Any other time, it's like, oh, superstar, this celebrity, this. But then when they do something wrong or they say something wrong or honestly, like they actually are shown that, you know what? Like you bleed blue too. So Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, I'm just a regular person. I'm like, yeah, but you shit on us any other time. Like you literally make songs telling us that we are lesser than. And then you say shit like, black girl tragic but then you expect sympathy a day later like that that's not how it works like plus Nicki Minaj is one of those she's really polarizing nobody wants to have to deal with 
trying to figure out if they want to be a fan to you or not because of the shit that you say. Yes, Nicki Minaj makes good, well, she made good music. She, she still has it in her, and I wish she would just put all the energy she puts into her podcast and any other venture that she has that's not on a beat on a song. Because the Queen Radio shit, like, all the energy she had for Cardi and for Remy and all that, instead of talking about that shit on your show, put it in the verse. That's what we know you for. Yeah. That's what you get paid for. I would much. But the problem is, people wasn't listening to her music, yo. But the thing is, you can't go and do pop shit for three, four years, and then you yeah, come back to hip hop. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> like prime example, right? So I just found out we're gonna talk about it tomorrow on the other show, like to an extent, because I really have a problem with this shit. But, <clears throat> so Molly Cyrus. Apparently, her and um, Liam Neeson, uh, Liam Nelson, whatever you want to call it. So Hemsworth, mm-hmm. Liam Hemsworth, his, Hemsworth. yeah. So they divorced. They just got married this year, and they got divorced. Now the signs were there because I guess Miley Cyrus, you know, she, I think like last year she was saying how she didn't like black music and everything like that. And then she got married to him, and then she all of a sudden she started kissing her homegirl and all that. Then this week she finds out, you know, that she's divorced because he put on Twitter, hey, we're not together anymore. I'm not going to talk about it. So mm-hmm. bringing that in with the whole Nicki Minaj thing, it's like, you know, you want us to campaign for you and be fans of you when it's convenient for you. But then the other time it's like, no, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm who I am. I'm Nicki Minaj. I'm like the top of the plateau and like nobody else is better than me. That on top of the fact that Nikki doesn't, she doesn't embrace anybody from hip hop that's a female. I'm sorry, she's only. Doing, I don't think that's true though. But the thing is, the only like, for example, with um, she embraced Azalea Banks for a while, but then even Azalea Banks with her crazy ass, she was like, no, nah, something's up with Nikki. Like I don't know what now for Azalea Banks to be like, you know what, something's up with Nikki. That's well, Azalea Banks is crazy, so I wouldn't take that from anything. But the thing is, she was saying things that multiple other people were saying it was almost as if like Azalea Banks had like that light bulb moment where it's like you know what I should have listened to everybody else in the room everybody else is telling me that the, the room's on fire but I'm just standing here so with Nikki I'm like okay she burned the bridge with uh Kim right she burnt the bridge with Remy she burnt the bridge with Azalea Banks um I mean Iggy Azalea she's there but it's like like nobody's really Iggy is one of those like she can do it on her own, but nobody's really paying her any attention as that. Um, I feel like the Remy shit was fake. Yeah. Oh, the Remy shit was it was sketch. Like I feel like nobody won in that battle because, I mean, where's Remy's album, right? And more importantly, like neither one of them are actually out anything that's worthwhile. But she didn't embrace Cardi at all, and everybody was sitting there like, "Well, damn! Like, how do you have Cardi come out?" And you don't embrace her, you hating on her, you know, you talking all this shit at the Met Gala and all that. So you got that issue. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, she's like, oh, I'm dropping a song with Megan Thee Stallion. So you drop a song with Megan Thee Stallion, and it's like, wait, it's it's not hot. And then I guess once it started flopping, because everybody realized, like, honestly, nobody wants to hear that shit. It's high girl summer, but you dropped this shit in August. Like, why didn't it come out in May or June? It comes out literally last Friday, which at this point was what, um, the 12th? Nobody wants to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I haven't personally listened to the song, but I've heard mixed reviews. I heard that it was good and I heard that it was bad, but I just feel like right now people are like looking at everything Nikki does with a microscope. So it could have been probably the most fire verse and people would have found a way to hate. And they mad that she they did it with um, Nicki Minaj before she did it with Cardi B. Because and I just feel like huh? the, the song is just trash though. I, I'm a play. But I just feel like, yo, yeah. like if Cardi B, I just feel like y'all people are oversaturating Cardi B. This ain't about her. Well, it was I, Megan I, and Nicki. Like, for me personally, I, I like Cardi B, but I feel like Cardi B is just as problematic as Nicki, and she's starting to get that head about her where it's like, you know what? She's bigger than hip-hop. She's bigger than... But honestly, a lot of rappers do that shit. We went through that phase where Jeezy thought that he was bigger than hip-hop. Ludacris thought he was bigger than hip-hop. That's why mm-hmm. he's on the fucking Fast and Furious movies. Like, you have, like, Rick Ross. Like, even though, like, Port of Miami 2 was good, shit wasn't great. It was... All right, like I got that. Chance thought that he was bigger than hip hop. He was talking about how he's independent and everything. You saw that fucking album flop. You might as well just say Coloring Book was his first album at this point because that's the only thing we checking for now. Um, but when it comes to Nicki, it's like I don't know if she's just like a cancer to herself or she just brings everybody down with her because there hasn't. I feel like it's because she was negative and all we see her is as negative. Because before that whole safari shit went down and she did that grimy shit, it's like, nobody likes a grimy person. Yeah. And when she was grimy to safari, I feel like that's when it went downhill and people started to look at Nicki Minaj differently. Because when they first broke up and they just broke up and they was going their separate ways, it was fine. We was feeling bad for Nicki. We felt like she was going to come out with some fire. It was okay. But then she got with Meek Mill and it's like, hold up. No, no, no. You was being grimy? But the thing is, oh, Nikki, no. Nikki's had that grime in her forever. I mean, you, you got to... I mean, she's from New York. She's from New York. That's what the fuck you got to expect. Not just that. <laughs> that <laughs> Nikki left Safari for Meek. And then when she realized, like, I guess the whole Meek shit was happening with him going to jail and everything. And then she dropped him like a bad <laughs> hand. It was like, you know like can't really win. But I'm, I'm going to play this Hot Girl Summer song because I want Chris to hear how trash this shit is. So it's really bad. Um, yeah, 
So that was. I how actually like the joint. That joint wasn't bad, and I feel like Todd Dolla Sign the one who really carried that song. Can can, can I just? Say, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say something, and it's gonna sound really fucked up, but. For a song called Hot Girl Summer, why in the fuck is Ty Dolla Sign even on that song? Because he made Because <laughs> my man is dope, man. I like Ty My man, he's getting, he like Nate Dogg. Modern day Nate Dogg. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you put him on the track, it's going to be fire right now. <laughs> that's the thing my wife just said. She was like, Ty Dolla Sign's the only good part of the song. And it's the truth. Like, if you can be in the car, like, hey, like, like, if they can't play like, like, if that came on in the bar, you're like, oh, yeah, like, but Ty's part was good. I couldn't tell you what the fuck Nicki Minaj said. Like, Nicki kind of ruined her career for me when she started a song, but I thought, that what song was that? Bruh, I, I <laughs> this fucking song. The song was so bad that when I heard it, I was like, yo, this this is not happening. Like, this is not Nicki Minaj. Let me see. I've been Nicki Minaj. I just feel like <laughs> so that, that's the song. she so. fucked up when she did that grimy shit with Safari. <laughs> Honestly, like that, her career was already over at that point. But this fucking Megatron song that did nothing. Because the pink print was tough. Her pink print album was tough. Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who whose career could be better because they have the talent, but they just, I don't know if they just don't want it enough, but I was trying to compare Nicki Minaj and Big Crit. Like both of them, like mm-hmm. they, they both, they both are fire. Like when they come out with songs, like the shit you're expecting to be fire, and then you hear like, like, why? <laughs> you, why are you starting songs like this? Oh, but that joint go though. That joint was cool. The, the thing is, it does because it's a cover of a song from like 1998, and that's true. And Nikki, she knows this shit. Like you can only do this, like this Chung Lee, like the street fighter style of rapping that she's doing. It's just not hot. I'm just was, if I was in, if I was like the producer, I'd be like, "Can you not do that? Yeah, just, <laughs> like, like, what? Like, like can you take that out? Can you take that part out? Like, nah, we ain't gonna do that. Maybe she thought she was, uh, she was bringing out her trendy root. She just got to stop. Really, like Nikki really needs to chill at this point. Um, let me see. We, we got way off topic, so let's get back into news. Um, so Jay Z and Rockefeller they teamed up with the NFL to do a entertainment social justice partnership. So shout out to Jay and Rock Nation. Like that's big. Um, the goat. The goat. Yeah, like the NFL. They don't usually partner with anybody. Um, you saw what happened earlier this week with um the NCAA and how they're doing the Rich Paul rule, even though they got reversed because like Rich Paul was like, how the fuck y'all going to let us go out like that? But mm-hmm. yeah, um, shout out to Jay and Rock Nation. Like they're doing some big shit. I just wish Jay's hair would grow because he's been rocking this shit for like three years and that shit ain't grown that once. So. That- <laughs> hey, but Jay the goat, man. Jay can wear the hell away. Yeah. What's up, Jay? They need to own the halftime show now. That's right. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about uh, Nicki Minaj and um, Megan Thee Stallion. Apparently, uh, Jordan Woods is having like the best 2019 in the world because mm-hmm. he's with Megan Thee Stallion too. Chris and Chris Jenner. Yeah. Like, so. I guess people were really thinking that Jordan Woods was going to fall off. And I'm like, no, y'all just. Nobody don't. thought that. That was the plan from the jump. I told y'all. I said, soon y'all going to see Jordan popping way more. Bro, he is out here. And I mean, she is a. She's absolutely gorgeous. I will say that. She is absolutely gorgeous. Um, so Chris, like, thank you for saying it because I'm always wondering, I'm like, okay, is this shit just like, is it always tilted to the right? Like, does, yeah. she, like, does she do this shit because, like, she, I guess, however she holds the camera when she takes photos or whatever, like. No, Jordan Woods is absolutely beautiful. What it is, is she has too much hair. And so they tried to jam all her hair and 
to cornrows and they probably making them too big mm-hmm. so her wig is just sitting slightly up yeah, i'm looking at the um it's a video of her and uh meg and they're like twerking at a beach or whatever something like that but mm-hmm. yeah george uh, wait, is she still friends with tabby nope nope uh, well allegedly i still think they're friends but yeah, I, I think this all is a ruse to just say, you know what? Get her career popping. Yeah. But the thing is, Jordan Woods, like, we knew who she was. We just always thought she was just like the goofy friend that was friends with Kylie. But mm-hmm. honestly, like, she has a personality. and You could tell that she does. Mm-hmm. It was more so, how is she going to get it out? She couldn't get it out with Christian. She just needed to hang out with her own people. That's why yep. her being yeah. big and all that. Like, wait, so this is you. Even Jake said it at that little um, thing that we talked about a couple months ago. He's like, oh, well, just be who you are and people are going to accept you. Mm-hmm. She is not taking an L. Even in that whole situation that happened with Khloe Kardashian, she won that. She really did. And she won that. <laughs> if anybody was looking to mess, it was yeah. Khloe, but to the, be honest. The thing is, Khloe, she doesn't know the law of men. Like, you get them and you lose them the same way. Like, it's just how that works. Like, if you decide chicken, you decide that, like, you know what? I'm going to take this serious. Like, you know what? Once a side chick, always a side chick. Jordan Woods, she was right. like, this nigga kissed me. I, I did nothing. Y'all blame me. And Chloe even said in her little pitch or whatever, she was like, oh, well, she should have understood. Like, no, he kissed her. Your man was trash. Mind you, he left Chloe after that to go to another chick that wasn't even Jordan. So he's Right. Like, Literally, he was with somebody on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Everybody's forgetting how trash he is. Like. Absolute trash. But God forbid, you know, Jordan Woods did nothing wrong. And she even said, she was like, he kissed me. Because he, honestly. And I believe it. He probably thought he could get away with it. Here's the thing. He has good taste. He just, he laid down with wrong one. He laid down with a Kardashian thinking that he was going to get an upgrade. And Chris Jenner was like, hey, yo, we only cut checks on the 15th. We don't do that twice a month thing. You get one big lump sum on the 15th. Yeah, on the 15th. Man, Hollywood ain't nothing but a hot meat in his ass high school drama. That's all the fuck yep. Well, here's the thing. I, so, all this shit is childish. We got so much money, they just don't know what else to do. Like, you know what? Like, we're, 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 let's get to what's bothering us, because I have what's bothering me. Do you, you mind if I do this shit? So, yeah, go ahead. Go. Set it off. So, Jess and I were laying in bed, right? So, we're laying in bed, and she has on this show that she absolutely loves. Um, It's called Are You The One, right? So, mm-hmm. Are You The One is an MTV show where people go to like Hawaii. It's like 16 people. So they're all trying to be matched up to see who is matched with the other person. So Isn't this like, the one with the perfect match? Yeah. And it's like, it's like who's the perfect match for each other. This year, however, is a little bit different. So this one, everyone, I don't, like, it's a little bit different. It's a binary. So it's all sexual, you know, everybody is sexually fluid. And it seems like MTV kind of ramped it up to the point where this shit's not even fucking believable. So there is one transgender, you know, man who is on the show and they're purposely starting shit because they want attention. And he says on the show, I'm only doing this because I want attention. So I'm sitting there like, you know, MTV, like this is triggering for anybody who may act the same way, who is the same way because the the shit is just weird to watch. And it's not because there are people who are non-binary. It's just more so like, you're making a mockery of this shit. Like mm-hmm. people live this shit it's every, too much. It's yeah, over. Yeah, people live this shit every day, and you are literally going and saying, "Hey, we're doing this for ratings." So everybody started out dressed. Everybody's talking and everything, and they did every type of trope you can possibly think of when you go to like a 
like a rave or something like that. So they had the fu- mm-hmm. they had the glitter and the metallic pants and you know the dark mm-hmm. eyeliner and shit. Like I'm just like, yo, what the fuck am I watching? This is MTV, and it's so bad because the original show, Are You the One, it used to come on at nine o'clock. Now it comes on at eleven because they realize like nobody wants to see this shit. It, it's like nah. it's embarrassing. Like Chris, I. I'm telling you, I love MTV, and I am going to watch like the MTV Awards. Shout out to M- um, to MTV for actually having Missy Elliott get the Vanguard Award. We're going to talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, she deserves that. Yes. But, oh, I'm watching that. Yeah. But this shit, it, it really, really upset me because as someone who has friends who are of that, it was just like, why? Like You're doing this shit, and you're doing every type of trope that you can possibly do, and the fact that the one, like the one transgender that is on the show, you are treating him like they, like they haven't learned from their mistakes before. So the show for me, I feel like they need to cancel it at this point because it's not even about the relationships of, are you the one It's more so like just, it's just disgusting. They're just doing too much. And it's it's not safe for work. And they're overly sexualizing it. It's like I get that this is supposed to be a dating show, but goddamn, like, yeah. do y'all gotta be damn there fucking every episode? Like, yeah. So, like, I, I read an article at work because I was trying to figure out like how do I describe this to people who don't know exactly what the show is. So, the article from Slate Magazine says bisexuals have the spotlight in the new season of MTV's Are You the One? Now, mind you, me and my ignorance, when I walked into the room and I saw my wife watching this stuff, and I saw when they said non-binary, and I wasn't thinking of it as, you know, men and women. I was just thinking of it as like, oh, this is a show with a bunch of bisexuals doing this. And then I had to, like, step back a little bit. I was like, okay, non-binary, because that's the problem. And more importantly, the fact that, like, you don't know these people's lives. So when I like instantly got drawn in because of, you know, the story of the transgender male that was on the show. It's like, oh, what? Cool. This is fine. But when she, when she, when he had said, (laughs) CJ, the the shit was so bad, bro. Like what happened? I guess what happened on this episode was he had gone to one girl and confessed his love for her. And Right after that, like maybe like after the commercial break, he is on the dance floor kissing another woman. So the girl that he initially kissed gets really upset about this. So what she does is she says, hey, stay away from me. I don't want to be bothered with you right now. You're fucking up. What does he do? He goes to the girl that the I guess the original girl that had the feelings. He went to the girl that she confided in and told her, hey, I'm in love with you. I'm sorry. Like, this is, I'm like, wait, what, what the fuck is, no, this, no, this, yeah. this, this is weird. And mind you, suckers like me will go and watch MTV because this shit is entertainment. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like your life should not be entertained by other people's madness. That's why I can't watch. Like she watches teen mom. I can't watch that shit. They're like 38. Like I can see if they were actually like 16, 17, 18, 19, maybe. And they're going through this. Like if you want to talk about people who have like the livelihood of being a teen mom, that's fine. But they are literally, they've gone to make porn careers and stuff like that. Get them off the show because right now they're literally just milking MTV 
with drama. There's one girl, what's the girl's name? Caitlin or Kaylin or something like that. Like she has like three baby daddies and shit like that. She's like, hey, if I keep popping them out, like this is going to happen. Like they got to keep me on the show because I have to give them something. Same thing with like uh, Real Housewives and Love and Hip Hop. Like if you're not bringing content, they don't want you back on that shit. That's why Phaedra on, uh, what's that? like nobody fuck with her because it's like you don't bring oh, yeah. it. Content is uh content is cocaine nowadays. That shit, yeah. that shit sells high. But at content. what point? But what point, CJ and Chris? Like, at what point is content like? It's a little bit much to the point where nobody. It's not like you can't watch it. It's more so like it's embarrassing to talk to other people about the fact that you watch. Right. It. Because this um, are you the one? I was embarrassed to go to work the next day. And people were like, "Hey, what you watch on TV?" And I was like. I watched Are You the One? When I told my coworker, he was like, That's the show, the matching show. Like, it's like matchmaker. I was like, Yeah. But then when I tried to explain to him that they did a little switch where it was like, you know, where non binary people meet each other and there could be a man who likes a man or a man that likes a woman. And it could be a woman that likes a man or a woman that likes a woman. And he was like, So what's the premise of the show? And I was like, I, I couldn't I tell. I feel like that's too many choices. Yeah. So, but mind you, I also... You'll never watch, find the one with those odds. <laughs> there's so many shows like that that you already know that they're going to be trash, but you want to see them fail. That's why you watch it. Like uh, 90 Day Fiance. I only watch that show because I want to see them fail. I'm like, you know, I know this shit's not going to work out because y'all literally got married the day y'all met. Like y'all met at the altar. I'm hoping this shit goes bad. That's why I'm watching it. I watched The Walking Dead, not because I want to see the zombies. It's because I want to see people die from the fucking zombies. Like that's just how it is. I watch football because I know somebody got to lose. Like it's everything you want to see, like a negative in it. But this, are you the one shit? It, it, it was, it was just so bad. I was like, yo, this is just terrible. It's trash, and you're making a mockery like us. Of the show, like we've said problematic things before, but mm-hmm. now it's just like, what? What the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. maybe this there might be someone who, level. yeah, there may be someone who is bisexual and they think that's like, hey, this is our way of getting out there, letting people know that we are non-binary and you know, these, this is the life we live. But I'm like, if that's the life you live, that's fine. But the way the MTV is portraying it is, yeah, it's so over the top. Yeah, you look like a fucking idiot. And I'm sure they can say, hey, well, this is what people think about straight people. But I'm like, they don't portray straight people like that. I'm sorry. Like, they, they don't say straight people like, yeah, straight people have their problems, stuff like that. They don't use every type of stereotype of straight people for their shows. With this, mm-hmm. are you the one thing that I watched last night? I'm, t- I'm going to send y'all a link after this. So home, Homeboy literally had on like the silver like leggings that were like metallic and everything like that they had now mind you i told you that you know he is a transgender so they had taken his breast out and you could like instead of having like a wife beat or something like that they let him just go on these like on this show top off no bra no shirt no nothing and you could see the incisions where like they had had the surgery Mm-hmm. Just on TV, I'm like, oh, y'all man. are embarrassing. This is just disgusting. I like, any anyway, that that's what was bothering me. It's just, God, I hate it. That shit bothers me too. <laughs> God, I, I was like, y'all, like, why? Like, 
y'all didn't have to do this, but you did it. And MTV gets praised for a lot of good things they do, and then they do that. Like, real world. Like, God, like, I remember when real world used to be good. Now, this shit is just trash. MTV used to be lit over everywhere. Bro. Everything about it used to be died when Carson Daly left. When yeah, he left, did. that shit died. Honestly, the, v- I- the VMAs is supposed to be like the fucking Grammys right now. <laughs> Yeah, that. it kind of went downhill. That's it. Nobody cares about that shit no more. Yeah. So what about y'all? What's bothering y'all? Oh, uh, I got it. What's yeah, bothering go me? Yeah. Okay, so what's bothering me is when people don't have accountability for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I've noticed a lot of these men out here be cheating. And okay, y'all cheat is cool. And your girlfriends or wives or whatever, they all, they know y'all cheat. They catch y'all cheating. They don't leave. So you still keep cheating. Mm. My thing is, why don't y'all just, instead of hiding it from your significant other, why don't y'all just go out and tell Shorty, like, yo, I'm fucking other bitches. You're not about to leave anyway. Well, I, mean, I feel like I feel like if more people was just honest with themselves, everybody could be happier. No use crying over fake deceit. You already knew what was going on. Like you find out, oh no, I can't believe he did that. But you already knew he was cheating. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, bitch, who are you fooling me or yourself? Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I just feel like people just need to own their situations more and understand like it's okay to not be traditional if that's what you want to do with your man. Ain't no it's 2019, yo. It's really ain't it really isn't no rules anymore. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. But all this you sacrificing your own happiness, I just see it constantly. I see people be posting the memes, they all heard, like I can't believe he did this. Blah blah blah. Yes, you can. Yeah, you, you, you knew he was about to do it. that. Yeah, you can bleed the shit out of it. Like, let, let's be accountable here. You knew because he did it before. I could even see if it was the first time. You're like, damn, okay, he caught you slipping once. But after a while, nah, that man know exactly what he's doing. Mm. You know what he's doing, and you just need to let it go and move on. And I just think the accountability, y'all need to be honest with yourself. Either y'all gonna just be in relationships and you know your person out there doing whatever, and you ain't got that woe is me shit because you know what you signed up for, mm. or you get out of it and be like, nah, this really ain't for me. I'm telling you, they're gonna hate when you do this goddamn young, black, and beautiful. I know it. Oh, yeah. I really got some stuff on to get off my chest, like, especially like just. Women just, I want y'all to really love yourself more. Like, I've really been looking at this shit, like the cucumber challenge and, and all this other unnecessary bullshit that women is doing to get attention from these dumbass niggas. And I'm like, what are you guys doing that for? What what kind type of attention are you gaining from that that you think is cute? And I'm not even saying, like, you don't have a right to do what you want with your body, but what are you really doing that for? Like, they're like I don't understand. Maybe I just don't get it, but I don't understand why that action 
is something that any woman would want to do that wasn't trying to seek attention from a man. And why are you trying to seek that type of attention from a man? Yeah. I just, I just really don't get it. And then I'm not saying like shun women who do stuff like that, but I just really don't understand what possess you to do some shit like that and why you think it's okay and why you want to. And I just really want us to come out and stop thinking that that's what we got to take to get where we need to be. No, like y'all got to have a little bit more confidence in yourself. Mm. So yeah, accountability. That is what's bothering me. (laughs) Now CJ, CJ, I know you got to go. I'm going to tell you one other thing that really just pissed me off and I had to think about it. Um, You'll probably agree with me. It's quick. Um, Smack. If you want uh-huh. to a $50 pay-per-view. No, this is what I was like, man, Greg, man. <laughs> you have to know. You have to. Like, that That canceling the last battle we got to leave, that can't happen. Like, that cannot happen. What the fuck was that, man? Like That was very unprofessional. So, I, I, I think since you and I are, like, the only, like, battle rap fans, I don't know if anybody who's listening to the show, you can, like, email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com or just add us on Twitter, something like that. Um... Summer Madness was on Saturday, right? And it was slated to start at 2.30. The issue with that is it was supposed to start at 2.30. The shit did not start till 4.45. And mm-hmm. this was the first battle with uh, Jazzo, a.k.a. like official and, you know, Jazz the Rapper. And then you had 40 bars and you had E-Heart, right? So you, E-Heart, had the, yeah. Yeah, so you had the four ladies. They started it off. And the reason why it started late, according to Twitter, was because Jazz the Rapper, like, she had orange hair, like, the night before, and she had to go get her hair done for the battle. So she came in, and she had, like, this blonde hair and everything on. Um, Smack, midway through the card, he was like, hey, we're, we're pressed on time. But he would go and do 30-minute, like, intervals of where he would just play rap video after rap video. Of yeah, the- yeah, music videos, yeah. Yeah, and that's fine if you want to promote the artist and their actual artistry with their music videos and stuff like that. Smack, I love you. The issue, though, is, my guy, the fucking pay-per-view started at 2.30. And at 10 o'clock, you were telling people who have been standing in line since fucking 7, 8 o'clock in the morning that, hey, you stood here since 8 o'clock in the morning. It's 10 o'clock at night, and you're not seeing the last battle. It's a fucking problem. You're not gonna see two thousand bridge. They, they can't. That's unprofessional. That can't happen. And then on top, on top of that, he goes and says, "Well, they're gonna go battle in a private venue. I guess it was just gonna be like the other battle rappers in the room. You know how it is with the small room and everything, right? The small so room, the room yeah. and it's fine. But the issue is, people were paying. My boy went and he paid ninety three bucks to get in day of. I paid fifty dollars." advanced tickets to watch the shit on my computer. This is why I will never go. This is why venues like New York do not fuck with like battle rap. When they see them coming in, like, nah. New York is basically like band battle rap. And that's the home of it. You can go to Jersey, but that's like the closest you'll get. But then you gotta worry about like Surf not being able to do it because that's his home state. People be trying to like get at him and shit. Then you got like Texas. Texas love battle rap, but None of their venues stay open past like nine o'clock. So nobody's going to deal with that shit. Then you have like other spots, like even the fact that avocado was like, 
yo, I don't even have an answer for this. This is all on Slack at this point. So Smack, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this, if anybody can hear me, let me just say, I am personally bothered by the fact that you don't have good time management. If your event starts at 2.30 and you only Make have- Make that shit start at 2.30. Mm-hmm. How do you have time battles? They start at 2.30. The match don't start until almost 5. And then at 10 o'clock, you were telling people, hey, nah, y'all can't see the last battle. I don't even know when y'all going to see the next battle. Usually he promotes the next car. He doesn't even have a next car because Summer Impact was so stacked that he can't do anything. What is he going to do? He's going to have Pat Stay versus Arsenal or something next month. Like, that's the only thing he can think of. He's going to have JC. Or he got so many battle rappers that want to battle, but Summer Impact just left a really bad taste in a lot of people's mouths that, you know what? See, what's, what's bothering you? Because I could talk for hours. <laughs> yeah, that, that junk can go on for a minute. So, I'm going to tell you what's bothering me. What's bothering me is. People, there's a lot of these people out here right now, and it's and it's goofy to me. What's bothering me is people that create their own drama just to talk about something. No, yes. Like why? Like mm. it be it be uh, you create your own drama. You, you know all this, everything you feel like telling me about you. You could you could have easily avoided because I, I I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not gonna even say I know these people for real. But I've I've had experience in the past, <laughs> um, where. I've I've witnessed people would come to me and tell me a whole situation, and when, as they're telling me the situation, I'm sitting there scratching my head, like, "Well, what you from what you're telling me, this could have all been easily avoided." You know what I mean? And it sounds like you wanted this to happen just so you can have this conversation with me right now mm-hmm. to act like you're, you know, like your life is so lit. Like, go find some fucking business, young. Like, just people go find some business, young. Like, people literally will create their own drama. Just to have something to talk about. Or, 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 and this kind of goes with the same thing. Or the people who offer to do something for you. Just to hope they hold it over your head later. Oh, How you yeah. going to offer to do something for somebody? And then ho- and hold it over their head later? Like, I didn't need to ask you for that. Like, I didn't need you for that. I couldn't do that myself. So you're going to use that? Like you volunteer this, man. Yeah, I didn't ask you for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's just... It's just can we cut down the goofy? Like, when, can we cut the goofy down? Can right. we cut down the dumb shit? Can we? Can we? Like all this bogus shit. Can we just chill? A- ain't y'all tired of it? Y'all niggas not tired. Ain't yet? tired of it. Nope. Mm. Yeah, I'm so. I feel like just outgrown so much dumb shit that I don't even want to. Like, I don't even want. Like, <laughs> when somebody come at me with some stupid shit, I'd be like, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't comprehend, bro. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm not there no more. Like I'm focused on some whole other shit. Like everything you talking about to me, just I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's going in one end out the other because I'm not. I can't be a therapist. I's sorry because this shit's stupid. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I. I just wish people will. I mean, by this time, learn from your mistakes, huh? Mm. Learn from your mistakes yeah. in the past, and keep don't keep making the same fucking mistakes. You know what they say about people who keep making the same mistakes? Mm. They insane. Keep fucking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you can't use the retarded word. You are tripping. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you tripping, tripping. Oh, sorry, Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my dog. My bad, y'all. <laughs> cool. I know where they can find y'all on social media so we can get up out of here. Yeah, you can find me at Chris Cash CCA. You can find me at Quiet CJ Money on Instagram. Quiet CJ Money 2 on Instagram and Quiet CJ Money on Twitter. You can follow us all at youngblackpod at gmail.com. Um, 
just as a like extra bonus, um, we're going to be playing Tony. He used to be like on the show, but he's got a new single. It is actually going to be at the end of the show, so you'll hear that. But until next week, we will hear you. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 